It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. If you have a Bible, I invite for you to turn with me to the book of Mark, chapter 8. Beginning at verse 22. And he cometh to Beth, to Beth, Beth, to Bethesda, and they bring a blind man unto him, and besought him, and touched him. And he took the blind man by the hand, and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes, and put his hands upon him, he asked him if he saw aught. And he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. 
After that, he put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up. And he was restored and saw everyone, every man, clearly. By the help of the Holy Ghost, I like to preach on seeing clearly. You can be seated tonight. I can remember when I was reading this account, stirred a remembrance in my in my mind. I can remember when I was a, a young teenager, and um, I had some problems going on with my eyesight and whatnot. Whenever I would sit off in a distance, whether it was in a classroom or not, classroom, I couldn't see what was being said. I couldn't see what was on the chalkboard. Um, you would think that with that kind of problem, I would have sat in the front row, but I didn't. Um, and I can remember as a young person, you don't want to admit that there's something wrong with you. You don't want to admit that you got some problems going on, or you're not feeling well, or you're not seeing everything well, but somehow it came out, and it came about that I couldn't re really see the way that I should have been seeing. And my mom took me to the doctor and come to find out that I had cataracts on both of my eyes. Now, I'm, I'm young, and I don't know what a cataract is. I can barely pronounce what, it's, what it is. I'm like, what is that? But um, I can remember as I went on, and my mom took me to these surgeries, and I got sur surgery on each eye to get the cataract removed. And... Um, Years later, um, I guess the, the cloudiness came back a little bit, and I ended up having to get laser surgery. And I can remember going outside one day, and in my mind, the sun was a whole lot brighter than what it normally was. And then it clicked in my head that the sun ain't no brighter than it was any normal day. The only thing that is different is now you can see just how bright it is. And I begin to think how people, they have different things that are clouding their vision spiritually, that they can't see this thing the way that they really should see it. I did a little study and looked, looked up what a cataract is, and it talks about it being a cloud that um, develops over the crystalline um, lens of the eye, and it causes light not to be able to get in. And... Um, I begin to think how people spiritually, their eyes, spiritual eyes, are covered with so many different things that causes the truth from getting in and causes them from seeing this thing clearly the way that they should see it. Uh, there are a lot of people that spiritually, their eyes are covered with false doctrine. Um, it's covered with the, the belief that all you got to do is believe all you do is got to confess in your heart with your, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. People that see that clearly knows first thing that Paul wasn't talking to sinners. They know that he was talking to the church. And when they heard that, they knew he was talking about speaking in other tongues. So they saw it clearly because they had already went through it. They knew what they were saying. But people that don't see it clearly, that don't see it the right way, they'll say, all I got to do is believe just a general belief and confess with my mouth that I believe and that's it and that is totally wrong you're not seeing it the right way there are people that say that oh well Jesus name doesn't matter in baptism 
All you got to say is Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, and everything is okay. You're not seeing it clearly. There's people that say, well, the Holy Ghost is just an extra, uh, extra benefit or it's a gift, and they don't understand that he said he was going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh, not just some. Tonight I'm glad that I see this thing the way that it really is. That there's nothing that's blinding my vision spiritually, but I see the truth. I see the fact that there's only one God and his name is Jesus. I see the fact that you got to repent of your sins and you got to be baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. We call that being born of the water and born of the spirit by the evidence of speaking in other tongues. I'm glad I see that tonight. You can be seated. I'm glad I can see that clearly tonight. Jesus touched this man, and after the first touch, he asked him, what do you see? He said, I see men as trees. There are some people that think that one touch is enough. Some people that think that they get a little, little goosebumps, oh, and that's the Holy Ghost. That's it. I will admit that you, the Holy Ghost moved on you, but you ain't quite got it just yet. You got to see this a little bit clear. Um, and Jesus touched this man once again, and he said, what do you see now? He said, I see it all clearly now. And that lets us know that it takes more than just one touch or one, more than just one good feeling. If you want to see this thing clearly the way that you need to see it, keep coming. Keep sticking around. Keep letting the Holy Ghost move upon you. And before it's all said and done, you're going to see it very clear. There's not going to be any fog. You're going to see it the way that it really is. Come on, don't walk out after the first touch. Stick around a little bit. You'll find out that Jesus wants to touch you again and again and again. He wants to shape and mold you. You can be seated tonight. I want to see this thing the way that it really is. Sometimes in, in our day-to-day -day lives and going through problems and situations, we begin to think that we're not going to make it. We begin to think that this, this road is a little bit too hard. The things that we're going through are just a little bit too rough as we are surrounded and bombarded by many different um, attacks of the devil. But we got to know that the Lord is still on our side. We got to know that it's all worked out, that he hasn't left you, he hasn't forsaken you, but his angels, they surround you. The Bible talks about one prophet, how that a certain army came up against him, and his servant saw this army, and in his servant's mind, it's over. It's all over. We're going to die. And he began to worry he began to fear and asked the man of God what are we going to do and the man of God prayed a prayer he said open up his eyes Lord that he may see that they that be with us is more than them we got to see that the Lord got this thing all worked out that he's got our back that it's all under control that he that be with us is well greater and well powerful than them that, that is out in this world 
Come on, I don't care what the devil comes up against you with. You got Jesus on your side. You got the Holy Ghost dwelling inside of you. You got power to tread all over him. I want to see that clearly tonight. I want to know that you can be seated, that I'm not going to die. David said, I shall not die, but I'm going to live and proclaim the works of the Lord. I know that it's not over. I know that it's, it's not the end for me, but I know it's just the beginning in Jesus' name. I know that God has his hands on me just like he did before, and I refuse to let anything else knock me off this straight and narrow path and cause me to think that my God has let, let, me, let me down. I know that he is holding me up. He's going to sustain me. He's going to keep me. I want to see that tonight. I want to see that clearly tonight. You can be seated. Children of Israel, God did mighty things through Moses and causing Pharaoh to let them go so that they can get out of that land and go and worship God. The Bible says that when they came to the, to the Red Sea, now after seeing all these wonderful works that God did, they come to the Red Sea, and right there, they begin to complain. They begin to murmur. They begin to bicker as they thought that that was it, as they thought that it was over, as they thought that it was done. I want to remember what God has already done, that any time anything come up against me, yes, we're going to, the, the, uh, the, the reaction that we have as human beings is to worry, but at some point, I want to begin to pray and know that God has it all planned out, that I'm just going to step back and I'm going to continue to do what I know to do, and that's to pray, that's to stay in his word, that's to crucify this flesh, and I'm going to say, Lord, I'm going to see how you're going to work it all out this time. I'm going to step back and let you do what you do best, and that is work it all out. In Jesus' name, you can be seated tonight. They came to that Red Sea and they began to cry out to the fact that Moses began to call upon the name of the Lord. And when it was all said and done, he told them to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Come on, we got to know that that salvation that we have here today, that delivering power that we have here today, it's able to take us through any storm through any trial, through, through the boisterous winds that will come up against us, we got to know that God will sustain his people. God will keep his people. And they found out that God provided and he made a way. He parted that Red Sea. They went through that Red Sea and they no longer had to worry about their enemy. I'm telling you, stand still and see God's delivering power. Stand still and see God working it all out on your behalf. You can be seated tonight. I want to see that clearly. I want to see that clearly tonight. I want to know that what we're doing here tonight and what we're a part of is not a waste. It's not something that just casually get around to when we get a chance to. Because it's unfortunate, but that some people, they're going to see it clearly. 
but they're going to see it clearly after all of their opportunities is gone. And when they lift up their eyes in torment, they're going to see it a whole lot clearer. They're going to realize that what they lived for really wasn't worth anything. And what they passed up, that was something that they should have been grabbing a hold of. You read about the, man, the rich man, how that he had it all in this world. He had it all. And how that he passed Lazarus day after day. And I can imagine him thinking that this worth is not worth much. It's not worth anything. He thought he had it all in this world. But when he lifted up his eyes, he found out that what he was living for, what he had lived for, it wasn't worth anything. He saw it a whole lot clear then. He saw it a whole lot clear, but it was too late for him then. I want to realize the opportunity that I have in this place tonight. Come on, I don't want to play around. I don't want to play games with what God has provided for me here tonight. But while I have the opportunity, I want to see it clear. I don't want to lift up my eyes in torment, wishing that I could go back and get another chance because there is no going back. But while I'm here, I want to grab hold of the Holy Ghost. I want to cherish what I feel here tonight. You're going to see it. We're going to see it clearly one way or the other. I choose to see it now. I choose to grab hold of what he has now. I choose to lay down those sins now. I choose to get baptized in Jesus' name now. I choose to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost now. Come on. I choose to live holy and righteous before the Lord now. You can be seated. I want to see the way that it is now. I want to see it clear now. We got a great opportunity here to be moved upon the Holy, with the Holy Ghost. There are many people that wish that they had what you had. Many people. Don't you ever regret coming into the house of the Lord. Don't you ever regret having to live holy and righteous. Don't you ever regret this message that we have because you need to be reminded and I need to be reminded that this message is what delivered us. This message is what broke every chain off our lives. When we searched all over this world looking for different things, we found out that this was the only thing that could have power to pull us out of that horrible pit, out of that miry clay, place us on a rock. I don't want to forget that tonight. Children of Israel, they forgot how great God is. They begin to complain about the, the bread. They said, this is, this is light bread. Our soul loatheth it. Come on, I want to realize that God ain't raining down blessings on just any and everybody. But he's raining them down on those that are doing it right. Those that are line upon line, precept upon precept, that are doing it the right way. I want to realize that I'm a part of something great tonight. You can be seated. I want my eyes to be opened up to that. I want to see it clearly the way that it really is tonight. I want my eyes to be enlightened tonight by a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost. I want to get that, that good, that, that Holy Ghost perspective on things once again tonight. 
I don't want to play around with this. I want to talk to the young people for a minute. See, because being young, you think that you may you have a whole lot of time. But you don't have a whole lot of time. There are young people that are dying just like it is your older people. They're dying the same way. And while you play around, while you juke and jive, while you duck and dodge the man of God, while you complain and say, oh, well, they're just trying to tell me what to do, or they're just trying to spoil my fun. Nobody's trying to spoil your fun. They're trying to save you. And more importantly, they're trying to keep you saved. You want to see that clearly tonight. You don't want to allow the devil to cause you to look at it the wrong way, but you want to see it the way that it really is. They're not trying, oh, they're telling me to stop hanging around my friends. Well, if your friend is a sinner, stop hanging around with them. Oh, they're telling me to leave my family. If your family is dragging you to hell, get from amongst your children and follow God. Come on, I want to see this thing the way that it really is. Come on, this ain't a boring thing that we're a part of. But this is what's happening. This is exciting. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Come on, somebody, lift up your eyes. Open up your eyes and let God touch you once again so that you can see it the right way. In Jesus' name. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Come on, somebody, lift up your hands. Call upon the name of the Lord. Come on, this is a great thing that we have here tonight. I want to see it the way that it really is. I don't want to play around with it. I don't want to handle it any kind of way, but I want to grab hold of it. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, dear God. Hallelujah, dear God. Oh, the Holy Ghost is here tonight. Come on, somebody, call on him. Call on and cry out to him tonight. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, dear God. You are great and mighty, Lord. We bless your holy name, Jesus. Let your spirit have its way in this place. In Jesus' name. Come on. You better realize the price that was paid for you. The price that was paid for me. So that we have this opportunity tonight. In Jesus' name. Come on, somebody. I know we know how to call upon the name of the Lord. I know we know how to get in contact with the almighty God. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are mighty, Jesus. We lift you up tonight. We give you the glory and the honor, Jesus. There is none like you, dear God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are mighty. You are mighty, oh God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, the Holy Ghost is here. Let us remain standing. The presence of God is here. You don't want to complain about this. You don't want to kick against this. Saul kicked against this thought that he was doing the work of the Lord and he wasn't seeing it the right way. But he came in contact with a, a light that was so bright that it knocked him right off of that donkey that he was riding. And he said, look up. He said, who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. 
And he saw it a whole lot clearer than what he saw it before. Ananias prayed for him and those scales fall off, fell off his eyes and he really saw the thing the way that it really is. Come on. You need to let God touch you tonight so that those scales will fall that you no longer see three gods but you see one. Come on. You no longer see Father, Son, and Holy Ghost but you see Jesus' name, baptism. Come on, you no longer see extra blessing, but you see I gotta be born of the Spirit in order to make it into the kingdom of God. Come on, let him touch you. Let him touch you. In Jesus' name, these altars are open. I invite you down to these altars. Come on down and let the Lord touch you. Come on, if you've let the cares of this world Blind you. Let him touch you again. Let him remove the scales. Let him remove that cloud that you can see this thing clearly once again. Come on, let's call upon the name of the Lord tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus.